0: Well, welcome to another edition of the Debt Matters Podcast, where we help Canadians find solutions to their debt with licensed insolvency trustees from across Canada. Now, my name is Wayne Kay, and in today's show, we're going to be talking about grocery shopping, understanding your budget and expenses, and talking about the cost of food, etc. Uh, joining me today, Derek Chase from Derek Chase & Associates, licensed insolvency trustees serving Vancouver Island, Sunshine Coast, and BC North Coast. Derek, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks very much, Wayne. Really looking forward to it.
0: Now I don't know about you, but uh, this is something that uh, my job is to push the cart when we go grocery shopping. (laughs) Have you been in the grocery store lately?
1: I have indeed. Yeah, I've I've lived, walked that walk just like you have.
0: (laughs) And I'll tell you, uh, it's happening. Where I'm going, what? How much? That's how we get. And we've had to change our shopping habits for sure.
1: Yeah, it's a timely topic, you know, with the rate of inflation over the last while, it's, uh, it's really been eye-popping at the grocery store and uh, making it even more important uh, to focus on that topic as a big factor in your monthly expenses and your monthly budget planning.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's some things, I mean, you have to have. You, you can't be, you know, not buying milk uh, if you have young kids or, or what have you. So you can understand how this would be very tight for people. So when we talk about food and money... Oh, what's your advice?
1: Well, my advice is that, um, I don't think people realize how big a portion of their monthly expenses, the cost of food and, and, and dining and and just eating is. And, you know, when I talk to people on a regular basis and we do financial counseling, we're, we're talking about their monthly expenses and people can very quickly, very accurately identify the cost of their housing, whether that's uh, rent payment or mortgage payment, they can very accurately get their vehicle loan payments. But after that, it, it gets, it gets pretty, pretty foggy, pretty fast as to what the other expenses are. And I think that's really dangerous when, especially when it comes to your cost of food, because it can, it can really run away from you. And I think people can remember the, the, some of their uh, bigger shopping trips during the month but you tend to forget some of the smaller ones and when you go around and add all those things together by the end of the month it could be potentially your your second or third highest expense in the month so it is well deserving of your time to put some energy into keeping that costs as low as you can
0: and so these days, and pretty much everybody's got online banking, so it's super easy to go on and maybe add up those transactions for the last few months.
1: yeah, absolutely. it's It's not hard to do, and it's a little bit spooky, too, that uh, some of the online banking stuffs know they know what type of expense it is. Mm-hmm. and even if you're getting groceries from a place that might not be a major, Grocery chain, it uh, the online banking tends to be able to identify it as grocery. But uh, you're right; it's a it's a wonderful spot to be able to quickly summarize how much you're spending on grocery.
0: Because I I've been behind some people, and maybe they have big families. But if I ever saw like when we get into the triple digits, my heart starts pounding. I'm like, oh my gosh, we we, we got we got to cut back on something because I can't be spending hundred dollars on on groceries. But if you have a family of four and you're doing it once a week, that's pretty much the norm these days. I think.
1: I would agree. Yeah. And it can be somewhat startling when you have only a couple bags of grocery and, and it's like you say, approaching a hundred dollars, you have to really start questioning what you're putting in there and, and trying to figure out creative ways to, to, to make it less and whether that's changing the types of things that you're eating or, uh, changing when you're buying things, you know, you have to just, I think, really look and try and be, uh, try and find some ideas about how to make it a little bit less. And and we're not talking about a huge amount less, but you know, if you can make some changes to to make it 10, 15, 20% less, then it's, it's well worth your time.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about where to shop as well? Because you mentioned you know, some of the places, you know, some are are chains that we all shop at, but sometimes there's maybe specialty stores where we may go to Mm -hmm. buy certain things, which is fine if you have the money for it. But if you are on a limited budget, which is what we're talking about, uh, I guess you'd have Mm -hmm. to be aware of that, wouldn't you?
1: You would. Uh, You know, I do think there are there's different grocery chains that are at different price points for sure. And I know it's becoming a little more popular to be able to get a a, a no name type brand or uh, some produce that isn't looking exactly perfect. You know, it's got some sort of little blemish on it that allows you to get it at a at a lower price, but it's still fine. It's still still there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not maybe visually appealing. So it's. It's those type of things that can make a difference over time and instead of just going for the, the absolute premium product each and every time you make a decision.
0: And let's talk about uh, some ways that you can save money because I think I'm pretty good at, at this and you're probably great at it as well. And uh, how can you uh, reduce that grocery bill? I guess a lot of things I actually won't buy unless they're on sale.
1: Yeah, it's it's great to look, for things that are on sale and, and really be aware of the the prices as they vary over time. I think the time tested truths for keeping your grocery bill in in check is to plan it a little bit before you go. So you end up going with a list and, and you you know what types of things that you want to get. We always like to try and plan to make a little bigger batch of whatever we're making um, so that we can have that, Carry over for a day or maybe a little bit more, or maybe put some of it in the freezer so that we can pull it out later. That's a good way to do some bulk purchasing. I think mm-hmm. that's that's really good. I mean, certainly see a lot of coupons available, which is a bit more time intensive, but uh, that's also a very good way to to drop your expenses. You know, one strategy that we've always kind of enjoyed is to um, go either super early in the morning or or quite late at night, and what we find is an advantage in those time frames to get our grocery is that there's very few people in the store, so there's uh, less of a frenzy of buying, and um, also things are are marked down often in the morning or at night, so you're you're able to get that choice of the thirty percent off maybe before the the crowds are are there taking it away. Oh.
0: I didn't know that. I like that idea. I like the, I will go sometimes and there's less people and I enjoy that, but uh, that's a good strategy.
1: Yeah. I had a friend of mine that said he would even ask if he noticed the date was coming soon <laughs> on the product, he would ask, you know, can we mark this down? And and often the answer was yes. Yes. We'll put a sticker on that for you. So I, oh, that's funny. Uh, and, and there's yeah. no harm in that. No, no. All they can do is say no. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I was just reading a, a, an article about the amount of food waste in Canada, and it's huge, you know, the amount of food that is thrown out either by grocery stores or restaurants. And even though they're, they do often support charities with, with that, there's still some that are, is thrown out. So there are uh, different apps starting to be developed where you can um, be notified if things are going to be thrown out and go and purchase them at a... a significantly discounted value. And it's important to note that that's not taking away from food going to, uh, the different charities, but, uh, it's a good way to be given a, an alert or a notice if that there's some grocery available at a steeply discounted price, that's likely perfectly fine, but starting to, uh, get close to those best before dates.
0: You're going to laugh, but uh, I was uh, strutting around like a peacock, so proud of myself because I bought some milk and it was like two days from expiry, but it was on like a super clearance of like 97 cents. So I Mm -hmm. thought, oh, I got to buy this because, you know, if you were to just buy one little shot of milk, it could cost 97 cents and it ended up lasting me like six days of cereal and I was shocked, but I was like, wow, this is the best deal ever and every day I'd smell it and, and taste it and say, it's perfectly fine. So it was one of my best purchases in the last month.
1: <laughs> oh, good for you. It's a good get. It is kind of fun to find those things that are are really low. And, and they sometimes use lost leaders and you go, how can it be that low? And, and you know, you get, get a few of them and it makes you feel pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, why is it important to really understand the cost of food?
1: Well, I think if you don't, it's because it's a bigger expense in your overall month, if you're not on top of that, it, it can really push you into a deficit with, and you say, well, why are we in debt or why are we having to put this on our credit card or, or go negative? And it just has the ability to, to jump up very quickly by several hundred dollars or, or more per month that you wouldn't necessarily have to spend. Mm-hmm. and, so if you're not on top of that, it, it's, um, I guess it's one you can be on top of without a tremendous amount of energy. And it, it, if you choose not to, then there can be some bad consequences. And I think that goes in hand in hand with eating out and, and getting fast food and and that sort of thing. And, you know, if you were to buy your lunch every day, instead of, sort of planning ahead and making a sandwich. I mean, that's a big difference when you look at it over the course of a month.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, talking about that, what if you have to go in debt for food, which some people do?
1: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. It's, in my opinion, uh, there's a difference between using credit to get food versus versus using credit to go on a holiday. And, um, you got to eat, you got to, you got to do that. And, and sometimes there's no choice. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's that, like you say, you got to, you got to live. So those are hard choices, but I think as part of the overall monthly budget and the overall monthly expenses, I just see that there's room to make that number move one way or the other, depending on how much attention you're putting on it. Right. And that's what I think is important.
0: Right. And I guess, so if it, gets to that point where you're finding that you are going in debt uh, just to eat and and cover the basic expenses. That's where it's worth a a conversation with you or any of the uh, licensed insolvency trustees across the country, uh, because I imagine that's really not a good thing, not a good place to be.
1: No. I mean, you can certainly put it on, uh, say, a credit card so long as you're paying off your credit card in full each month. But if you're in a setting where you're running a deficit each month and your your credit card bill is getting larger, your debts are getting larger, then absolutely it's it's well worth a conversation with a trustee and just to find out how you might reorganize your finances, reorganize your budget. If your debt's such that it's uh, too difficult to change the momentum, then you know are there, there are some formal uh, Government of Canada options that can be useful in uh, helping break that momentum. Now, when you talk about actually
0: using your credit cards uh, for groceries, there's a lot of stores that actually have special uh, cards where you get bonus points for using their card. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're doing uh, credit counseling sessions, is this a strategy that you often tell people to use, or is it better just to pay cash?
1: Oh no, definitely. It's uh, it's great to take advantage of points and the stores love it because they have your loyalty. And um, but I think the key there is if you're paying off that credit card each month, then uh, that's that's really the the bottom line. But definitely take advantage of uh, points for whatever you're buying, because you can often use those to get a discount on things or free things or yeah, free, yeah I think that's great.
0: Free food. We like free food, especially when you get all these uh, points. And a lot of the places actually have Cards you don't even have to, you don't know, have to pay. You don't have to have a credit card. You just get a specific card for it and they start collecting points, which is uh, pretty good. Also, I think we should mention, we didn't mention this when it came to saving money. Don't just buy everything in one store.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I've heard that over the years. And uh, that takes probably even more energy because you, you really have to scope out where the different, um, good deals are and then make the effort to, to yeah. plan that trip and drive there and get in another checkout line. And you know, it's, it's, it's a bit more required to do that. And, you know, is it worth it to save $2? Probably not. But if it's going to save you more, uh, you have to value your, your time and effort there. But yeah, I think it's a matter of how much it's going to save you as to whether that sort of, um, shopping at different stores, just to, to get the the lowest price there for a specific product is worth it. Right. So.
0: I've heard of some people say, well, I spent $8 in gas to save 55 yeah. cents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's, that's true. But if you were going through the flyers, and you're looking at where the best deals are because oftentimes one store will have a super deal happening where other stores don't and you can get more stuff at one place. It's worth checking out. I know around here, some of my friends will send me a text and say, okay, the, the roasts are on sale at such and such a place. Like there's a clearance on and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing how many people share that kind of information.
1: Well, yeah, that's a good example of just in general, uh, networking or, um you know, having that circle of uh, friends that will, will watch out for, for one another and, and pass that information along, that, that's a great resource. And yeah, I certainly would encourage that because it's just bottom line there is it's information and and that's going to help you make better choices with your, your food budget.
0: Yeah, and if you can save money, it's all good. All right, final words of advice uh, for when it comes to uh, food, money and budgeting.
1: I think it's an area of your budget that has the capacity to be too high and uh, you don't want that. So it's a good spot to spend some energy to ensure it's as low as possible. And it's a battle, but it's a battle that can be won. So it's uh, it's it's a good one to take on.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. Derek, thank you very much for the information today.
1: My pleasure, Wayne.
0: My guest today, Derek Chase from uh, Derek L. Chase & Associates licensed insolvency trustee and if you want to uh, get, take part in one of those free consultations you can do so by going to the website bankruptcytrusteebc.ca and that's it for another edition of the debt matters podcast we always ask you to subscribe if you have not done so subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts from so you don't miss any episodes and if you want more information you can always check out our website at debtmatters.ca thanks very much for listening